You're listening to the Fade to Gray Network. Hey, these are the movies that molded me. These are the movies that molded me. Jal the movies. Jal the movies. Hey, one love. Hey, I like the movies with the boobies. Welcome back to another episode of Movies That Molded Me. And happy Valentine's Day, all you guys and gals out there. (laughs) Hugs and kisses. We love you guys. And we wanted to just um, go ahead and give you guys our top chick flicks for Valentine's Day. So we'll give you guys a definitive top five list. Uh, We each brought our top three. Today, we have obviously myself, Chris, and Elizabeth, and we have our special guest today, Amanda, from Snapbacks and Sports Bras podcast, coming on to give us her favorite chick flick movies from her muff-munching perspective. (laughs) Guys, she is my favorite lesbian podcaster, so check her out. She's got the best lesbian podcast out there. If you're an alphabet, I I hope I'm your favorite lesbian, period. (laughs) Um, Most of the time. You're one of my favorite people. I, I don't care about sexuality. See, I'm more woke, apparently. <laughs> and, um, it's because you're black. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're one of my favorite comedians too, as well. She's hilarious, and so well, I appreciate for, guys. And I'll, she's not going to let you guys know, but I'll let you guys know right away that she chose a Lizzie McGuire movie on her last list. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anything she has to say about my list, just remember that. <laughs> she's giving you so anyway, the death stare right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda. What's your number three chick flick of all time? All right. So we are going to roll with something different here, ladies and gents. (laughs) I can't even. I can't even. (laughs) And we are going to go with Reese Witherspoon, Luke Wilson, in Legally Blonde. Oh, my gosh. Legally Blonde. Oh, did I I take one from your list? You did. (laughs) Oh, 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 yes. And I've seen this one, so I can vote on it. Yes. Fuck, so have I, and it's on my list. (laughs) Well, tell us a little bit about Legally Blonde. All right. So it stars Reese Witherspoon as Elle Woods. And she is a sorority girl and uh, goes to dinner with her boyfriend one night. And she thinks it's going to be like a big date. He's going to pop the question. And he ends up actually dumping her. Um, But she (laughs) decides to chase him to Harvard Law School. And... She, um, it's a, it's a fun, cute story of how her wittiness and her out of the box uh, approach to the legal system actually ends up solving a major case at the end. Spoiler alert. (laughs) I should have said that before, but yikes. Whoops. (laughs) And then she, and then she gets the super hot law student at the end. Luke Wilson. Of course she does. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way those always have to end. Yeah. So, so is Luke Wilson super hot? Is I th- that, is honestly, that he- I, th- I think Luke Wilson's a good looking dude. Yeah, he is. He's probably, I think he's, he's the, guy. especially his nose. I think he's the best uh, <laughs> Wilson looking brother. <laughs> oh, for sure. You, you think so? I don't know, man. You think Owen Wilson's nose is less fucked up than Luke's? <laughs> 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 it's more defined. <laughs> <laughs> I think Luke no, is both prettier. Amazing actors. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess I would agree. What do I know? 
But yeah, I think it's a great choice. I mean, it's a, it's a good movie. I wouldn't say it's like an amazing movie. Reese Witherspoon's a, a very good actor. Luke Luke Wilson, he's fun. Like Idiocracy, obviously, is you know one of my top, definitely top ten movies. Um, Bottle Rocket. <laughs> that's another right? good one. Yeah. And you have your bend and snap. <laughs> yes. It's fantastic. I'll score it. I'll give it a 2.7. Okay, I'll take that. Right below a three, right below a three. (laughs) Elizabeth, have you seen Legally Blonde? I have seen Legally Blonde. I love, I actually really like Legally Blonde. Um, I was talking with Amanda earlier today about how I usually don't like blondes because of my own personal history. But (laughs) I know we were talking about females, not movies. We were talking about females, not movies. (laughs) But this movie. Um, makes fun of blondes, which makes me laugh. But then it says it's okay for blondes to be smart, which, okay, whatever. But <laughs> it's a fun movie. I really like it. Um, I will give it a 3.2. Okay, Amanda, what do you give Legally Blonde? Uh, well, th- the fact that I'm like really stressing out over like the decimals over here, it makes me give it a <laughs> 3.1 so I can at least like round it to a whole number there. God, you're so much better at math than I am because I mean I literally would have had to have visualized that to be able to do that. Yeah, um, no, that was that was driving me insane. Well, I yeah, so I love <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. In fact, she's been in so many great things and actually been like the I guess one of the producers or whatever on a lot of really awesome and amazing projects lately. Yeah. She's a powerhouse. She I love her. I just absolutely love her. Um, and she's in a really great TV show right now on Apple TV, little plug real quick called the morning show. I think everyone should see it. Uh, but unfortunately for me, I've never seen legally blonde, so I cannot uh, vote on this movie. So legally blonde gets a nine on the gray scale. I'll take it. It's not horrible. It's not horrible. It's, it's, n- no. it's not a four. <laughs> so I guess it's my turn now, huh? It is your turn, Omar. What is your third favorite chick flick of all time? Well, we're winding the clock back to 1995. And we have Alicia Silverstone, Stacey Dash, Brittany Murphy, Mm-mm. and Paul Rudd in a little movie called Clueless. Hell yeah. Nice. As if. <laughs> <laughs> As if. So another this, blonde girl movie. Surprisingly, right? Another blonde girl movie. I was thinking about that when you're talking about. Well, Stacey Dash obviously isn't in there. Not a blonde girl. True. Um, I had a very biggest high. crush on her as a kid. I had a crush on all these. I mean, Brittany Murphy. I mean, holy shit, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Stacey so. Dash has me for sure. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> so I, I was 15 years old when this movie came out. So Alicia Silverstone in the lead, playing Cher. Um, her first movie that she caught my eye in was a movie called The Crush that came out a couple years before. Oh yeah, that. I remember that. And um, and she was just drop dead gorgeous. And I mean, at this point, after Clueless came out, I think it kind of killed in box offices, really, for for what it was. Just a movie about high school students in Beverly Hills, you know, and um, seems really superficial and vain at first. You know, they're all rich girls, kind of valley lifestyles, but as the movie progresses there is some character development to where basically you see that she does have you know some wit and some charm and some intelligence and she has to apply that to basically navigate the teenage drama uh, that's going on so it's just a bunch of beautiful people um you know a feel-good movie from the 90s and really probably one of i mean alicia silverstone probably one of her better roles i mean she after that did Batgirl in 97. So two years after that. And I think it's her defining role for sure. Yeah. She did not and, age well. 
I think she did. I well, think she's still really gorgeous. Oh, she's really? gorgeous to this day. If you look her up on IMDb or, like, or just pictures of her now, she is absolutely gorgeous. But yeah. people gave her a really hard time in 97 because she had gained just a little bit of weight. She was I a little bit thicker. Way. And yeah, I thought she looked great. But she didn't act that well, though, in that movie. But that movie did, didn't, <laughs> <laughs> didn't have very many good actors. If we're talking about, what was that? Batman and, and Robin or something like that? God, that was Which a Batman horrible was that? movie. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's a Joel Schumacher one, so they're trash. Yeah. No but offense. Anyway, so <laughs> I, it, it molded me mainly because, you know, I was really into girls in 95. And there was <laughs> a bunch of beautiful girls on the screen. And so He's into so, Paul Rudd now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely more than Paul right now. <laughs> so yeah, I give this movie on the grayscale. I'll give it a four point three. I think that's a pretty good score. I also really liked this movie. I remember seeing it in theaters and kind of feeling like it might sort of mark an era or something, and you know, kind of be one of those movies that becomes a cult classic. And certainly, it did. Um, this is another mention for Wallace Shawn. He was in this movie. He played one of the teachers. Uh, inconceivable, I know. Uh, and then, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give Clueless a... I'm going to give it a solid four out of five. I think it's a great movie. Good pick, Omar. Uh, Elizabeth Thanks. and Amanda, what do you guys think about Clueless? Okay, well, first of all, you guys, have you ever seen My Fair Lady? Obviously no. not. Because no. Clueless is my fair lady. Hopefully, they took the. Hopefully they that's took, not your number three. <laughs> no, just shut up. They, <laughs> they took my fair lady and modernized it and turned it into Clueless. So if anybody is into that type of thing, there's that. Um, and I did love this movie, Elizabeth. You're so cute. Thanks. <laughs> you really are. Everything about you is just like so cute. I love it. I like love it so much. Are you hitting on Omar's wife? She, I she am. Is. We're gonna. <laughs> And we're okay. Especially with it. cute when she tells me to shut up. That's the <laughs> we FaceTime today. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a three. It can't be a more three, than legally blonde because legally blonde for me molded me more are. than clueless. Oh my gosh. Bite me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Amanda? What do you give this on the grace go? Hold on, I gotta I gotta do the math again here. So Elizabeth, you did three, Chris four, and then <laughs> I can't do four point three. Okay, so something point seven. <laughs> I I I actually I'm okay with it being like halves though. So I think I'm gonna go honestly with a four point two. Okay, that's a still a really great score. It because I think Clueless is one. It's a great movie. Uh, Stacy Dash, can't, you know. <laughs> Talk about the oh. aesthetic appeal of the movie, you know. Um, <laughs> But the I like how you the enunciate wh- that <laughs> the aesthetic appeal. <laughs> the aesthetic appeal. <laughs> it's because I mumble everything else in my life, so I got to throw myself one every now and then. Um, but the biggest reason is I just want to tell you guys that this this movie actually molded me um, in a pretty significant way because uh, in the end of the movie, um, uh, Alicia Silverstone's character and Paul Rudd's character end up like falling in love, right? And you fell in love with your stepbrother. No, but it did. It <laughs> totally. Sh- no, but it did totally shape the, the type of porn that I continuously watched. So <laughs> I am so molded. Oh well, I Super hope you don't watch that too sporadically. <laughs> I don't. I'm. I'm trying to. You know, reel it back. But four point two for that reason. Boom. 
Oh my goodness. Well, <laughs> that means that Clueless is going to get a 15.5 on I the grayscale. Well, it's my turn for my third favorite chick flick of all time. What do you got, Chris? I will go ahead and start out with 2004 Mark Waters directed Tina Fey written <gasps> Mean Girls. <laughs> <gasps> you told me I couldn't pick Mean Girls. <gasps> but there's a reason. Conspiracy. I'm Conspiracy. better. I'm better. I'm totally giving you a shit score because you told me I could not pick it. Uh, this oh, stars I'm so bitter right Lindsay now. Lohan, Rachel McAdams. So this uh, Lizzie Kaplan. Most people don't really, I guess, know her from this role. They know her from like all the really awesome shit she's doing now. And she completely looks way different. But she played um, Janice Ian in this movie. Oh, but, yes. yeah she's she's awesome Dyke. she's yeah, exactly <laughs> she's so great um but anyways this is about a uh, 16 year old katie heron uh who transfers to public school after being Caddy. homeschooled her whole <laughs> life right it's it, yeah it's spelled caddy um but she had been holding schooled her whole life in africa <laughs> and she's <laughs> what <laughs> I was quoting yeah, the movie. Right. I was quoting the movie. You don't have to buzz them. But uh, yeah, that's right. Because Lizzie Kaplan's <laughs> character calls her caddy. Um, anyways, Tina Fey's in this as a teacher there. I don't even know really, really where to start except for the group of girls named the plastics and, you know, Lohan's character uh, ends up kind of joining them. And then she's kind of got this other little group she's hanging with and there's a rivalry there. It's just hilarity. Like all throughout this movie, just awesome. like I have so ESPN great. or something. Uh, exactly yes it's very quotable i think my favorite part of that movie is when it's like in the very beginning when tina fey's character is the, t- the teacher right so yeah um and they're like yeah we have a new uh, student today she's from africa and she like, turns to the black chick and she's like welcome and the girl's like i'm from michigan <laughs> it's fantastic yeah. And whoever plays the 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 gay kid, what's his name? Does Damien. anyone know? Yes, Damien. Yeah. He's almost too gay to function. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, so fucking funny. Like Daniel somebody Franzies. makes fun of him, and he hit one of his comebacks that I always remember. He just says, "Your mom's chest hair." <laughs> This is ridiculous. <laughs> she doesn't even go here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a really funny movie. So, I'm going to give Mean Girls a 4 on the grayscale. Yeah, I'm What gonna, do you guys think about Mean Girls? I'm going to give her a, give it a 4 as well. This one molded me. I liked it. I could identify yeah. on many levels. Many, many, many levels. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I can't vote, so I've never you seen, never this seen movie. it? No. Did I get rid of it before we got oh married? Because I used to own this one, and I. I, I guess. Oh shit! You all need to get it again because it's really funny. I to know. Watch. I got rid of a whole bunch of movies before I left, uh, before I moved up to Alaska, because I couldn't bring all my shit with me, and that must have been one I got rid of. Fuck. Oh my god! And Amy Poehler plays Rachel McAdams' mom in this movie. Oh yes, and she's oh, so, it's so fucking great. awesome. Great. This one too. Yes. Yeah. Need anything? Cookies? A condom? <laughs> mm, god, I love ya. <laughs> I'm not like the other moms. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> oh my god! I, the dog's I, chewing on her breast implant. <laughs> <laughs> the, the little. Oh my god! My favorite part is when like the little sister is in the living room watching music videos, and it's like my milkshake brings up, and she has like, like her shirt up. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> or when um, Regina George gets hit by a bus. <laughs> Oh, yes. Amanda, what do you give uh, this movie? <laughs> okay, so I am 
seriously better right now because I have a Marco Polo specifically from Chris telling me that Mean Girls was not qualified for the list. I don't remember saying that. Oh my. Okay, I'm gonna. So, but so She's so there's triggered. a part of me. I'm so triggered right now. Ugh. That a cisgender straight white man <laughs> would use his t- power to deceive me. Okay, but you know what? So part of me is like, screw you. I'm going to give you a low score to spite you. But you know what? Being the person that's full of virtue and integrity like myself, I'm going to go Which with, you are. honestly, a 4.5. Because Mean Girls yeah. is that good of a movie. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's it's really, really great. Well, that means that Mean Girls is going to get a 12.5 on the grayscale. Omar, you got to see this movie. It's really, really fun. I mean, you guys are having so much fun talking about it and quoting it. I'm surprised it only got a 12 from you guys. Well, sounds good. It can't get a five. Maybe you have to buy it for me, babe. Well, Elizabeth, that brings us to you. (sighs) What is your third favorite chick flick of all time? My number three is 2002's My Big Fat Greek Wedding. My reason for picking it again is because (laughs) it molded me and it was this whole thing with me and my dad and he saw it on a shelf at the store and he pulled it off the shelf and said, I think just by looking at the cover, he's like, I think this is what's going to happen when you bring a guy home to us. And it's the picture of the leading lady holding back all of her family from rushing this guy that's showing any interest in her. And that's basically the premise of the movie. She's got a big, huge Greek family. She falls in love with this Jewish guy who's an only kid. And they end up getting married. And it's just the story of how their wedding happened and how she went from being really shy and kind of dorky to becoming, blossoming into her own and becoming who she was, this really great girl. So anyway. Um, I have not seen this movie. I've seen a few scenes from it, specifically the one where the grandfather uses Windex to cure somebody's ailment. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I haven't seen it. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> the woman is the neck that turns the man's head. Yeah, I've heard the quotes and it sounds like a, a good movie. I'm going to give it a three. What about you, Amanda? <laughs> I, I would give it a solid 3.5 and mostly because like the crazy family I can... I can relate to. Yeah, for sure. that's why I <laughs> yeah, it molded me because that, that crazy family feels like my crazy family most of the time. Well, Opa, my Opa. big fat Greek wedding gets 6.5 on the grayscale. Amanda, we're back to you. What is your second favorite chick flick of all time? Already, are you guys ready to make fun of me again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So we see the appearance of Lindsay Lohan for the second time. Ooh. And I'm going to go with 2003, Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. (laughs) And I'm going with the 2003 remake of Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Okay. You know who Who else is is in this one? We definitely don't watch the same movies, Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) At least least we can bond over football, Omar. This is Football and weed. (laughs) We can bond over sports. Yeah. So a mom and a daughter, they are fighting all the time. And they go to a Chinese restaurant and they open a fortune cookie. And it causes them to... So which bodies? So is like your number one movie going to be big? Is is big like the movie that shaped you the most in your life? Body swap <laughs> movies could be yet another theme for a future oh my episode. God. Totally. I'm putting yeah, it on yeah. our list. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Please do. Um. So they, they swap. They realize that they actually just totally love each other. And 
it's a funny movie where you see the Lindsay Lohan has to do things that the, her mom would typically be doing and vice versa with Jamie Lee Curtis character. And the reason that this movie molded me is because I was 13 when it came out and I was like going through puberty and really coming to grips with the whole like I'm gay thing. And I don't really think Lindsay Lohan's hot, but like the brown she chick. She was, was at one time. Mm, Eh, I'm not really into redheads or white people, so um, <laughs> fair, fair, you know. Ugh. Um, but no, the brown chick that played the guitar in the band, I was like, Stacey mm, Dash. Oh God, I wish. <laughs> Me and brown people, I swear. Uh, but no, the the chick that plays the guitar is just like mm, smoking, and I was like, that is definitely my little like my little baby baby dyke crush, <laughs> and. I am so ashamed to say this out loud, but I don't even give a fuck. Um, I definitely saw Freaky Friday like three times in the theater. And he had my friends from high, from middle school that wanted to go. I was like, oh my God, I'll go with you. Um, and I was so excited about the whole guitar thing and how like Lindsay Lohan just like looked so cool on the guitar. So I convinced my parents to let me buy a guitar. And I had, I still had that guitar and I know like three chords <laughs> to play. That's so. amazing. At least you know three. So so clearly I didn't learn any type of guitar solos. <laughs> so did anybody else see this movie? <laughs> Omar's like, can we please move on? Yes, Has anybody I've else seen, seen this movie? Okay. What would you guys give it on the grayscale? <laughs> as much as I, I'm going <laughs> As much as I gave Lizzie, so I'm giving it a two. <laughs> It did not move oh me. My oh my god! <laughs> well, you it, like how it, I keep it, the, tr- the train rolling, Chris? <laughs> yes, thank you very You're much. Such by a the man. Way. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you girls are having fun, though. <laughs> okay, Elizabeth, <laughs> you said you give it a what? A two. Okay, so Elizabeth gives it a two. What do you give it, Amanda? Because it molded me to the extent that it did, I'm going to go three point five. Three point five. <laughs> And at least we're getting to know you guys. You're not going to win anything, but at least That's we're true. getting to know like, like the type of movies you like. So. Definitely not winning. Might be losing my dignity, but right. I prefer Jamie Lee Curtis and True Lies, and I liked this movie. movie I know, right? And I liked this movie better whenever it was released back in the '80s under a different name with different actors called Vice Versa with Judge Reinhold and Fred Savage, um, because they do the exact same thing. They switch roles, and you know they have to do all this stuff. So that's a great fucking movie, uh, which is definitely probably going to make my list of swaps whenever we do that. But I haven't seen this movie. I haven't. Sorry. So I can't score it. It's going to get a 5.5 cool. cool. on the grayscale. I, w- I feel like I, I was going to go with something that was higher probability that you guys had seen. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick true to myself. You I'm should. Be a- I'm going to be authentic. I did here. the same thing with my number two as well. And so. Yes. Um, really, it definitely molded me. We have it up in our DVD collection right now. So. um this is a 2009 movie by Mark Webb, director, directed uh, 500 Days of Summer. Got right. Zoe Deschanel and yes. Joseph Gordon-Levitt in this. And so yes. this movie um, is different because it's really told from the guy's perspective the whole time. And mm-hmm. so it being a chick flick, I thought maybe I might get a little pushback. I still think it's lots of comedy, lots of romance. It's a chick flick. And so, and it's, it's basically a subjective, subjective storyline told by one guy where his point of view changes over the course of the story for Tom. 
It was love at first sight when she walked into the greeting card company where he worked. Soon, Tom knew that Summer was the woman that he wanted to spend the rest of his life with. Um, it's one of those movies that it came out not long after we had gotten married. And so it's one that uh, I believe we saw it in theater as a date night. And yeah, I, I didn't anticipate it being as good as it was. Obviously, I, I love Zoe Deschanel. And so I was like, that's oh, going to be a good movie. But it was one of those ones I was like, wow, this is a really good movie. Like, just stuck mm-hmm. with me and bought it when it came out. Still own it to this day. Um, and so definitely molded me. I, and I give it a solid 4-7 on the grayscale. Uh, that's a pretty good score. It is. It's a good movie. And if some of you, maybe half of you may not have seen it. We'll see. Elizabeth, what do you think about 500 Days of Summer? Um, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. I didn't like the ending, but that's okay. Uh, on you're, the not like the, you're not going to like the ending of my next movie either then. <laughs> I, I realize that, but that's okay. Um, oh, man. I'm being harsh with these because they're not... Because uh, you don't want I'm, me to win. See that's not is. the issue. <laughs> I, I'm giving it a three. I have not seen this movie. Okay. All right. But I'm sad because I love Zoe Deschanel. And uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is... Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, he's I, cute. He is. He's so fine. Like he's that cute dork would, look. Like he's not Brad I, Pitt fine, yeah. but he's that like cute. Just oh, for sure. I would cute. I would like. I would like give up my gay card for a night for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I'm not trying to get with Joseph Gordon Levitt, but I think he's an incredible <laughs> actor. Um, I absolutely. He's definitely in my top uh, list of favorite actors. He's great. Everything he does is pretty much gold. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zoe Deschanel is really great too. She's been in a lot of fantastic movies. I can't stand it when she sings though. Uh, mm-hmm. She sounds like Kermit the Frog. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't stand it. But I don't know. There is that video <laughs> of her and Joseph Gordon-Levitt singing the New Year's song. That's pretty yeah. good. You can look it up on YouTube. It's great. Um, I also really liked this movie. Uh, my, my wife and I went and saw it in theaters as well as a date night, and we both really enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to give this movie a four. So that's going to give 500 Days of Summer a, an 11.7 on the grayscale. I think it deserves higher. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> maybe because we are guys, and it was one of those movies told from a guy's from perspective. From a guy's perspective, maybe yeah. Maybe it, it just molded us more. I don't know. You may be right on that. Huh. Absolutely. Yeah. Can, I, can I can I even add a though point, can I, I was add a going point three? <laughs> no <laughs> even no even though I went with my wife on our, one of our first date nights and it didn't even phase her at all she just was like ah eh, just average <laughs> <laughs> she was more focused on you the entire time she couldn't take your, her oh, eyes off you oh it's true it's true do you want to go true. do you want to go on a date night Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if we did, we'd have to go see an old movie that is my number two chick flick of all time. Uh, And that would be a movie from 1987, directed by Gary Marshall, starring Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. I'm talking about a movie called Overboard. Um, This movie sounds like a great date night to me. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) This movie was fantastic. Um, I loved it. it. So Kurt Russell's this like everyday working man his wife has died he's got uh is it three or four kids i can't remember yeah like four kids at home and they're kind of uh (laughs) 
and they're kind of rambunctious and stuff, you know, and, and he goes to do a job for this really rich lady on a yacht. Right. And she actually ends up throwing him overboard, which I guess is where we get the name, uh, and throws all of his tools in the ocean and everything. And, uh, anyhow, a little bit later on in the movie, she actually falls off the boat and gets rescued, but has amnesia. And her husband will not come back and claim her because he can't stand her. And uh, so Kurt Russell devises a plan to get revenge on her by, by bringing her home, pretending that she's his wife and making her do all the chores around the house and stuff. So yes, he's kidnapping her. I, I understand this. Yeah, and she I does see. end up falling in love with like. him. I was like, hashtag me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would say that this movie couldn't get made today, but they just remade this movie, except the guy's the one that gets taken advantage of. Uh, oh, that's of okay then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fine if it's a guy. Um, but anyhow, this movie is a classic. It's so well acted. The chemistry between Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell is undeniable. Um, and of course, they're married and 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 have excellent chemistry. And it's just such a great and endearing, fun, loving movie. Um, and it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Actually, I think I've read that it's also one of Reese Witherspoon's favorite movies of all time. Really? Uh, but either way, yeah. So I'll give this movie a five on the grayscale. Wow. That's a strong, strong start. I mean, it is a good, good, good movie. It has Kurt Russell in it. It's no big trouble in low trying, but that's a whole nother story. I yeah, I, it's a good movie. I would give you a four and a half, four point five. Okay, nice. Thank you. It definitely molded me as well. I'm gonna give it a four. I remember watching it and rewatching it and rewatching it when it yeah. w- would come back on TV. You know, I don't know what channel it would have been on, but I remember watching it many times so oh yeah they played it over and over and over again on on uh, syndicated tv and stuff yeah amanda have you seen overboard from 1987 i have not mm, it's a bummer it's on my list though yeah you weren't even a sparkle in your father's eye at that point were you i i wasn't i don't <laughs> i think my i think that's the year my parents got married and then they were like screw kids we're having a couple years of fun first so i was like not even part of their imagination at that point <laughs> well overboard gets a 13.5 on the grayscale not bad and i love nice. this movie so um that means that elizabeth you're up what is your second favorite chick flick of all time oh my gosh forgive me kira knightley <laughs> my second favorite movie of all time <laughs> is going to have to be Pride and Prejudice from 2005. The movie version that came out in 2005 does not follow the book. So any bibliophiles, you you might not like it because it does not follow the book exactly. Um, they had some artistic license there, but the acting I thought was fantastic. I loved their choice of costuming. They set it just ever so slightly earlier in history, so the costumes are a little bit different than when Jane Austen would have written it in the time period, which mm. interesting factoid there. Um, so that the people who are the very, very rich are dressed in the latest fashions, which are what Jane Austen would have been writing in that time period was normal, if that makes any sense. Anyway, yeah, 
the actor the actors did a great job the director was fantastic he had uh i loved the way he would frame a lot of the shots a lot of the scenes were fantastic my favorite scene in the whole movie is the big ball in netherfield park and it's this continual shot that lasts for several minutes and they they just took camera on a track and it went through this entire ballroom it was incredibly choreographed and it is one shot one solid shot all the way through it's fantastic and I love it. And I'm giving it a five. And so then, Amanda, what's your number one? Sorry, I fell asleep. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You don't know if we've seen this or not. None of you have seen it before because no one watches the same movies I do. So, Amanda, what's your number one? So, it's okay. Nobody watches the same movies that I do either. So Pride and Prejudice gets a five on the grayscale. I'm sorry, I fell asleep. Are we, are we at number one? Yep. <laughs> Okie dokie. I am going to go with 2007, Kristen Wiig, Maya Rudolph in Bridesmaids. Yay. Yes. <laughs> um, I am going to pull an Omar here and read you the IMDb. Hopefully I can read it a little bit more eloquently than <laughs> anybody you can. Did. My, ten year, my 10 year old could. <laughs> Uh, Annie's life is a mess, but when she finds out her lifetime best friend is engaged, she simply must serve as Lillian's maid of honor. Through uh, Though lovelorn and broke, Annie bluffs her way through the expensive and bizarre rituals with one chance to get it perfect. She'll show Lillian and her bridesmaids just how far you go for someone you love. And I Aww. love this movie because, one, it's just so freaking funny. And it is. I... I, I love Kristen Wiig. I just I I loved her back when she was doing SNL. So yeah, I just like I love what she does. She's she, great. It's so funny the the shit in the street and in the wedding dress is great. <laughs> but like, oh my okay, god! And you know what I was thinking about though earlier today is about the scene on the airplane because that is like <laughs> the right. best part of the movie. <laughs> she gets so drunk. It's so hilarious. So oh my gosh! So drunk. So, so drunk. So funny. And and all the different conversations that happen on the airplane in that in that whole montage is oh my gosh it's so funny so funny and it's Melissa like, McCarthy on uh, and the uh, the <laughs> air marshal oh my gosh yeah. yeah Melissa McCarthy is so so great in this was movie. that so one of her first funny. films I think this was her big breakout film because she played uh, Suki and Gilmore Girls before oh, this oh right right and this is. Yeah, my <laughs> wife refuses to watch this movie because she doesn't want Suki's image ruined by Melissa McCarthy's character in this movie. <laughs> I really liked Bridesmaids. I'm going to give this one um, a four. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm going to do 4.5. I'm going to do 4.5. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. That's what I'm going to do. A little, little extra padding there. <laughs> I have Diamond. not seen this movie. Is everyone who saw this movie voted on it? Not no. yet. No. Um, <laughs> I'm the only one who has. <laughs> I'm going 4.5. Okay, Amanda's giving it 4.5. Yeah, I mean, it's going to rank high. I mean, you feel the steam heat? Uh, that's from my undercarriage. Ooh. Um, I'm going to give Feels pretty this moist. Movie, <laughs> I'm going to give this movie a 4.5 as well. It's yes. fucking fantastic. Boom, for a 13.5. Um, you're so good at math. You're not even doing math. So yeah, Bridesmaids with a 13.5. It's actually tied now with <gasps> Overboard. Yes. So we'll see how that goes here in Good just stuff. a little bit. Good stuff. Yeah. 
<laughs> Better than Pride and Prejudice. Fuck <laughs> 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 you! The is only that, Pride and Prejudice I've seen is Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. I don't. That's that one I've I won't seen. watch. I've watched so many versions of Pride and Prejudice. I will not watch that one though. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Anybody with a lead character, Mister Darcy, does not get a watch from me. So why? Kira Ni- Knightley is so upset with you. By the way, I know <laughs> she, she can is. Be. She'll she, never be my she's friend. She's ashamed. Now. She's get ashamed of Twitter. you. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Kira. Please forgive like me. You. Please be my friend. That brings me to my number one pick. And in true fashion from my number two, which was a chick flick, guy flick, chick flick, I don't know. This kind of falls along the, this falls along the same lines, though. This is a 2006 directed Mark Forster, Stranger Than Fiction. We have oh, yeah. Will Ferrell, Maggie Glennhall, Glennhall, Emma Thompson. Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, forgive me. And then uh, <laughs> Emma Thompson and Dustin Hoffman are, are in this movie as well. And so I, I am, uh, you know, love, hate, Will Ferrell type of guy. Like, he's in some stuff that I really love and then some stuff that I'm like, eh, I can do without him. But this is, like I said, this is one of my favorite Will Ferrell movies. Um, the storyline goes, the character Harold Crick is just an average, boring IRS agent who suddenly finds his life being narrated inside of his head. Um, and the narrator is a voice of an uh, author that he saw on TV. Um, I mean, it's really kind of the fun. The narration's hilarious. Like, he, at first, he's just not really sure what's going on, and it's all extremely accurate. So he's learning to really kind of trust this narration uh, as he goes along. And then as he, you know, is starting to become okay with his life, through the narration, he realizes that like he's going to die, and so he has to find the author and try to change the story, try to change the ending. Um, the love romance part of the story is between him and Maggie, <laughs> um, his character. And w- one of the things I remember most about the entire movie, um, and I, I just loved loved her role, the character she played, uh, this baker, just badass baker woman that like really was like kind of like a polar opposite of everything that like. Harold was as far as like neat and organized and like boring. She was just kind of a free spirited baker lady. I don't know what you want to call her, but he ends up getting yeah. her a dozen, a dozen flowers by getting different types of assorted flowers for her to bake with. And it was just so clever. And I've oh, seen yeah. that, seen that redone by like other people. It was just such an awesome idea to, to do yeah. for somebody that, so yeah. So I would give this movie stranger to fiction I'm not going to give it a full five. I'll give it a 4.8 on the grayscale. Well, I have seen this movie, and uh, like you, I also am not Will Ferrell's biggest fan, but I did like him in this movie. It's, I mean, although it is a, you know, probably more of a comedy, it's actually a serious role as well. So, you know, there's a lot of seriousness that goes on here. So Will Ferrell does a pretty good job of actually acting uh, and Mm -hmm. not just being a comedian in this movie. And, I also remember there were some strange stylistic choices where they, um, you know, would actually put words on the screen and, and draw diagrams and stuff. And I remember Those thinking really that was cool. pretty clever. Yeah. yeah. At the time. Um, I, I do remember liking this movie a whole lot and I love Maggie Gyllenhaal. Um, she's fantastic. I'm going to give stranger than fiction. It really didn't mold me and I, I need to go back and watch it again. Because I know it's a good movie. Uh, I'm going to give it a 3.5 on the grayscale. All right. 
I think I it ranks it, so. with Bridesmaids for me, so I'm giving it a 4.5. Nice. Hmm. So that's when, going to give Stranger Than Fiction a 12.8 on the grayscale. Nice. Oh, not bad at all. It is a great movie. So if you, if you haven't seen it, you definitely should. Well, that's going to bring us to my number one chick flick of all time. This movie what you got, what you got. was really the catalyst for what I wanted in a relationship whenever I found my, you know, one and only true love. And that's someone that I could grow old with. And I'm talking about a 1998 Fran Karachi directed movie called the wedding singer, uh, starring Adam Sandler and drew Barrymore. Um, the movie's about, you know, a 30 something year old wedding singer who, you know, that's not the most, I guess, like prestigious job, but uh, he does what he loves. He's a great musician. Um, and this, uh, you know, he's in a relationship with this woman who wants more out of him, you know, wants him to be a rock star, you know, is kind of embarrassed by the fact that he's still a wedding singer and she, she dumps him. Right. Well, this um, woman that he's working with named Julia, she is engaged to this complete tool bag named Glenn. And um, anyhow, over the course of the movie, Julia and Adam Sandler's character, Robbie Hart, fall in love. And, um, you know, at the end of the movie, he's rushing to go and, you know, get the girl. Right. So he catches a plane and he's hoping to get to to Vegas before they get married. Well, it turns out she's on the exact same plane as he is. And Billy Idol helps him get the girl in the end. Like, it's just such a fun movie, but it's also super romantic. And Drew Barrymore it has never been better than in this movie, I think. And I think never been you know, better Adam Sandler, for Drew Barrymore in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> wow. She's great. So She's so okay. great in this movie. Okay. <laughs> She's so great She's in this movie. She's been in so many good movies. She has been. But I'm telling you, she's so likable and lovable in this movie. Like her character to I'll me. I'll give you that for sure. Yeah. I, I, I love her character in this movie is all I'm trying to say. And uh, Adam Sandler, I think this is where you kind of start to see that maybe Adam Sandler could be a real actor as well. He's not just being a comedian, but you actually feel for him in certain scenes. He's actually doing real acting in this movie. It's not like, and we've already talked about, you know, the, the sports movies like happy Gilmore. And then our, the top movies that molded us, Billy Madison, they're great movies. He's not acting in those movies. He's a comedian in this movie. He's actually acting. And it's kind of that point where you see that change in his career, where he does go into actually being an actor. And I just 100% love this movie. I'm going to give it a five on the grayscale. Wow. All it's right. a good choice, Chris. It's a really good choice. I mean, you, it's Thank an Adam you. Sandler movie, so obviously it's <laughs> it's going to get a high score. But um, it's one of those movies. I thought about putting this on my list as we were doing the round two, but I knew that I'd be robbing from you, Chris, and so I didn't want to do it. Um, I appreciate you not doing that. And and because of the same reasons I said the first time around, it's it's a great movie, but there's so many like cringy parts throughout it because like his <laughs> life is just so <laughs> shitty, and you just like feel for him. And it has a great ending, and, and it really redeems itself. So it is a good movie, but it doesn't like. <sighs> The second time around watching it, you can have a more lighthearted feel for some of the stuff he is going through, but it just it just kept getting worse. And you, like, <laughs> is this guy ever going to catch a break? And oh right. man, so um, for that reason, it's not going to score. Somebody kill me, please. <laughs> 
movies. <laughs> as as highly as maybe some other Adam Sandler movies for me. Uh, but I'll give it a 4.3. All right. 4. 4. 3, 4.3 just to mess with Amanda some more too because she loves those decibels. <laughs> okay, I have seen this. I do not think that it is better than 50 first dates. I mean, same two same two people. No, they did much better in 50 first dates. Wedding Singer is funny, but I'm only giving this one a three. Didn't mold Ugh. me. Didn't like it as much. Sorry. Yikes. Not sorry. Damn. What do you think, Amanda? Oh, I haven't seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> say that with a little bit more disgust and disdain. Too, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry. But, like Amanda, do me a favor. Not only has she not seen it, she's also better than you, Chris, because she hasn't seen it. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, this is like 30 minutes past my bedtime, and I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, we only got one more movie to go. I so can do that, it. I can do it. <laughs> that means that The Wedding Singer is going to get a 12.3. I cannot believe that, but okay, whatever. Uh, Elizabeth, I can't wait to give your number one movie the worst score ever. Uh, Thanks, go Chris. ahead and <laughs> inform us of what it is. 1999, Gil Junger directed... 10 Things I Hate About You. All right. Okay. I'm pointing it as my top because I was realizing this one molded me a lot. It was my first celebrity crush, Heath Ledger. I miss you dearly. You were amazing. And you were so goddamn hot. (laughs) Julia Stiles was also in this movie. And for a blonde girl, I wanted to be like her. (laughs) I I liked her hair. Hottest in the Night's Tale. Oh, he definitely was, but he was in this one too, and he was that he was that angsty teen that I would have like that I fell for. I mean, nineteen ninety nine, I was in high school. (laughs) You would have what? I would (laughs) have, and I fell for him. And anyway, um, Joseph Gordon Lovett is in this one too, by the way. As uh, and Larissa, he is the boyfriend who wants to take Larissa Olik Olianik. Anyway. Julia's younger sister. Names. We're great with names around here. <laughs> so great with names. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so Julia plays Kat Stat- Stratford, and her younger sister, Bianca, cannot go on a date until Kat does, and Kat refuses because she's all about studying. So Bianca and uh, Joseph Gordon Lovett's part, uh, his character's name is Cameron, they collude together and make it uh, get Patrick the hot Heath Ledger to uh, take Cat out get Cat out of her little world and he makes her fall in love with him and anyway I yeah molded me because Heath Ledger is hot oh he is I'd give up my gay card for him too <laughs> well not like dead though like you, I don't dude, want, I'm like you give so it up there's so easily two guys are you really you gay give you a gay card yeah <laughs> gay card away in this movie there's two guys in this movie that you would give away your gay card for so oh i would I like bet she'll score it high i would like straight up like dp you know oh what does God. that mean <laughs> chris you don't want to know look okay. it up chris <laughs> google it okay <laughs> it's not something that lesbians typically do let's just say that <laughs> <laughs> all right so i'm giving it a five what about you guys um honestly i part of me is like do i give elizabeth a high score out of pity because like no please do 
want even wanted to see Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> it wasn't or, even like or, or even hear about bad. it. Nobody even wanted to even hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> Pride and what? <laughs> I'm gonna go with a four point five. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Elizabeth, what do you give it? A five. Okay, and then Omar. I've seen it. It's a good movie. Um, it's not great. It didn't mold me. <laughs> It's a good movie, though. So, 3.5. Okay. Uh, that means... You haven't seen that, it, Chris? No, I have not seen this movie. And I know my wife is going to kill me. Yeah, she will. Well, whenever I was telling her about this, she was telling me that I needed to put 10 Things I Hate About You on there. And I'm like, yeah, but I haven't seen it. <laughs> um, so, I can't, I can't score it. I'm sorry. Uh, it's just not going to happen. That means that 10 Things I Hate About You gets a 13 on Still a pretty high scale. score. Yeah, that's not bad at all. I'm not going to lie. I would have given I would have given it a 5, but like Julia Stiles is not cute. So <laughs> <laughs> Is that really why you, That's not part of the rubric. <laughs> no. I, I'm playing. I, I I created my own gay rubric. Okay. <laughs> a gay a gay brick. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I'm just playing. I would have given it a 4.5 no matter what. <laughs> it actually made the top five you guys ready for the scores yes, i am please. ready for it okay chris you can check my numbers here but it looks to me okay. as if in fifth place with 12.5 points is mean girls that's correct fourth place congratulations mean girls 12.8 <laughs> with stranger than fiction correct all right and then in third place is 10 Things I Hate About You. Tied for second place is at 13.5 points. We have Bridesmaids and Overboard, which makes I'm happy our, with that. Yeah, which makes our number one with 15.5 points. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie McGuire. Clueless. <laughs> nice. This yes. is great. Yes. Congratulations, Very nice. Alicia Silverstone. You win yeah. again. She definitely wins at life. Um, well, let's go ahead and see who won this uh, game. Coming in with 24.5 points is Elizabeth in last place. Yeah. Uh, followed not too far behind by Amanda with 28 points. Oh, yeah. And with 38.3 points, I'm in second place, which means Seriously? Omar. I won again. I didn't think I was going to this time. <laughs> Omar, you're the have winner with 40 compared. points. What a I humble just brag. Want, I just want to thank Jesus. I want to thank <laughs> Alicia Silverstone for being so hot. I want to thank my wife. It's Valentine's Day. This is this is what I got you, surprise. He's thanking his wife for losing so badly and bringing such terrible movies to the table. <laughs> what was it that Ricky Gervais said? Thank your agent, thank your God, and fuck off. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Th- thank you, listeners, for li- for listening. Um, and really, let us know what you think of the list. On um, that note, make sure you check us out on Twitter <laughs> and Facebook and Instagram and wherever you're on social media. <laughs> Movies That Molded Me is brought to you by the Fade to Grade Network. If you haven't yet, make sure to go and rate and write us a review over at Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you're a fan of the podcast, you can always support us by going to patreon.com slash movies that molded me. Thanks for listening.